listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. This week, I sat down with Megan McMurtry, and she talked to me about um, shitting blood and going to the doctor in Beverly Hills. Here's Megan McMurtry. But we didn't mean to know anything then we split. I have uh, ulcerative colitis and a host of other gastrointestinal health issues so nothing's really ever operating at 100 percent. okay i don't know what that big word you said was so do you know what crohn's disease is yes it's like the sister disease of crohn's oh, disease okay. so it's generally not as bad because crohn's can affect like your entire digestive tract and ulcerative colitis is just your colon okay. but it can be difficult to tell people like you know Sorry, my colon is diseased, so I'm going to be doing butt stuff. (laughs) What Um, would happen if you did butt stuff? I don't know, but I'm like, there's enough going on back there. I don't need that. Yeah, you're going to push it. I always explain that that to my doctor when she's like, how are things? I'm like, well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can't be sure what's from what. Hard to tell the signal from the noise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did – once so when I first started getting sick I was living in uh Los Angeles I was like an assistant on production stuff how old are you um I'm 31 okay cool and um I don't know know how much life you've lived (laughs) too much much in my young 31 (laughs) years um no uh when I was working on production when you work on set the bathrooms are like trailers you know Mm -hmm. And um, if you're not that important, you don't get to poop in the nice trailers. You have to go to the other ones. And these big Teamster guys are like, you know, they like set up all the trailers and stuff. So I would have to, I would be constantly going to the bathroom in like 100 degree heat in the valley. And these trailer bathrooms run by Teamsters. There's always country music playing inside the trailer. (laughs) I'm like just in there shitting blood. Sorry to tell you. Oh. And, um, yeah, it was not ideal. So then I had to go to the doctor, and they were like, I think, like then I had oh. to move. <laughs> like, and they had to move. Fuck LA. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did. But I was like, okay, I got to go to the doctor. And um, if you live in LA, I think it's sort of like here. Like, if you live in LA and you have health insurance, if you're going to go to the doctor, you're going to go to a Beverly Hills doctor. Like, it, they're charging you the same. Doctor so like, to what the do you stars. Care? Doctor to the stars. Um, so I started seeing this doctor and he had me go on so many tests and couldn't figure out what was wrong with me, which is a real life lesson in having health insurance doesn't mean that everything's free. Yeah. <laughs> You're still paying for everything. So I get these bills and be like, excuse me, I have the card. I know that was eye opening for me as well. <laughs> that was a real eye opener. Um, but then eventually he was the like, the copay thing. I was like, I thought that was it. <laughs> I know. And then I more. went to, so then he was like, You're going to have to have a colonoscopy. And I was like, Oh no. He's like, don't worry. I'm on the board of this like outpatient place in Beverly Hills on Wilshire. And so you can go there. Little did I know later that was like out of policy. So I pay for all of that. No. <laughs> oh. um, but I went there and like the prep for a colonoscopy is you can't eat for 24 hours before and then you drink this goop. Oh, yeah, I remember the goop. Yeah, the goop. My parents got colonoscopies. Oh, you've had colonoscopies. Yeah, so your parents have had them. You drink this, like, pitcher of goop. It looks, it's you... like spit. It looks like thick spit. Yeah. <laughs> and it tastes like... Spit? If you dumped no. a Capri Sun, like, <laughs> on guess. a dirty sidewalk and then, like, scraped it up and then put sand in it. Like, that's... Oh, I couldn't. 
I I work my gag gag reflex up. So I I like can like mentally like make my if I like I don't like it I go I really don't like it like (laughs) hurling. I mean, this is because I'm an eater. I'm not someone who's like I forget to eat. Yeah, but at this point you're starving because you haven't eaten in a day. (laughs) Like delicious. So you're like fine. (laughs) I must have drink it, and then you just are like. I guess this is what happens when people do a, like a juice cleanse, but at some point you think you're going to poop and then it's just liquid. Yeah. <laughs> like not like diarrhea, like you're fully like peeing out of your butt. Oh, um, sorry. I know this is like a gross podcast, but I feel like this is extra gross. <laughs> oh, honestly, no, no. Okay. This is I would standard. Say you're hitting like, I don't know, seven out of 10. Okay. Not, that's up not, there. Maybe not even. It's, it's a very high bar. It's a high bar. Okay. I think the worst that I got grossed out was somebody was talking about boogers. That grossed you out more than poop? Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, mucus, I can't fuck with it. Like, vomit, I'm fine with. I think vomit gets me the most. I, well, I like, and I, like, in college, I, like, cleaned up a lot of, like, my, I would, like, clean up my friend's vomit. So it really did not phase me. And although somebody puked on the floor uh, right before Lodge started the other week, and, um, that one, I, that, that one, I was like, it was, it was so fresh. That's pretty early, too. I think she vomiting. took, she took too much of an edible, oh, <laughs> so she got nauseous. And, I know. I, remember. <laughs> I think they're from out of town. <laughs> yeah, that um, seems that seems right. I she left a piece of herself behind. Get an antibiotic, um, and she was like, "Listen, I can give you like a topical, which isn't as effective, or the oral, but you can't drink while you're on it, or you will immediately throw up." And I was like, "I'm gonna have to get that topical." <laughs> 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 that's just not gonna happen for me <laughs> i went i was like i'm so sick and i was like i will still be drinking so you <laughs> yeah. that um oh but so i went in for the colonoscopy at this like special um like clinic or whatever where my doctor did all of his stuff everyone there is so hot everyone Ugh. that works there is so hot I which isn't no. what you want to see when no, you i like, want a troll drank goop you're starving um, cause like the thing where people say everyone in LA is so good looking is like not really true except at this place, <laughs> <laughs> except at this clinic where I had a colonoscopy, this beautiful woman comes out to like the waiting room. She calls me back and like, you're a nurse, you're a model. <laughs> Probably both. She looked like she just fell off her own way. Well then she told me, first she takes me in the back room. She's like, so is there like a yellow liquid coming out of your rectum? I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like I love telling you that. How did you know? I'm in the uh that like robe that's open in the back, you totally. know? And I'm like trying to fix and she's like, Don't worry, nobody here cares what you look like. I'm like, got it. I'm invisible here because you're all <laughs> so hot. Um, but then she's putting my IV in and uh she you know how they're supposed to have, like, a little tube ready when they're, like, putting in your arm? She forgot to have that, so my blood is, like, going everywhere. It's sprayed all over me, uh, over her, she all just over did her the perfect needle tits. loose? <laughs> yes. What the fuck? <laughs> and I was like... She is a model. She's she, only a model. <laughs> well, then I, then I don't remember why this came out, but she was like, I'm actually a nurse part-time, and I'm a full-time makeup artist. I was like, great. I oh, love this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you, like, beat my face while I'm unconscious? Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, and then they wheeled me in for the thing. They were like, we're running late. And they started, like, rushing me in. I was like, this doesn't feel great. Wait, do they, they, they don't put you under for that. Why, they what? did, yeah. Wait, do they always do that? Um, I guess not. It wasn't even a question at the time that they were going to put me under. Oh, maybe they do, and I just am thinking of something else. I think they don't always, because my insurance was like, 
you didn't need that <laughs> really oh yeah i bet they did but um yeah, i don't know more, i've never had one it's conscious more expensive i know that's it's what's like, so crazy they're like you have to choose between money or deep being physical fully pain. awake while all these men like Our, this country we live in is my absolutely fucked yeah i know because i have to schedule another one now and i'm trying to like find out with my insurance if they're going to charge me for that and i'm like this is bad this shouldn't be like this. <laughs> no, I know. Because you have to have a whole extra doctor there for like the oh, anesthesiologist. The yeah. So who also, he was also extremely hot. And I do remember vaguely waking up at some point and saying something to him in the middle of the procedure. And you woke up during it? That means he sucks at his job very, too. Very, very like That's like his whole vaguely. thing is to keep you asleep. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure I proposed marriage to him in that moment. So <laughs> it was fine with me. <laughs> You're like, hello. Honestly, if you have to go under for a procedure, I do recommend it. It's the best sleep I've ever had. Oh, I bet. Yeah. My doctor was literally like, I'm going to give you that Michael Jackson shit. It's a propofol. I was like, this is awesome. Like, I get why Michael Jackson was into it. <laughs> it's like pretty good. I They put me down to get my wisdom teeth out. That's like the only time I've. And I think it's I a think pretty mild different. one. Yeah. Because wisdom teeth, I was very like loopy and crazy. And propofol, you just you're just sleepy. But I remember, because somebody has to come pick you up, but I remember thinking, I could drive right now. Oh, like, really? I feel fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I came out of, I, when they, when they, when I went down, I remember being, trying so hard not to, the nurses were just like talking about their kids and I was like, this is so funny. And I was, <laughs> I was trying not to laugh at that. I was trying not to like giggle. It was, it was like very much like a stoner giggle. We were like, <laughs> like, I was trying to hold it in. And then, and then when I woke up, I don't remember this, but my mom said I just, was weeping crying but for no reason just sitting there crying like no recollection of it oh that's i tried to go back to sleep in the chair i was like i'm very comfortable oh yeah i don't know how they got me out of the chair i don't remember it but i remember stumbling around um and my mom took me to get a milkshake and i was sitting in the car but the people like the ice cream place could see me and they were staring at me because i kept missing my mouth (laughs) so i had milkshake going all down my face i was like what are you looking at (laughs) Um, yeah, but that doctor who did my colonoscopy years later, I was watching Vanderpump Rules, and who is the fucking gastroenterologist Brittany goes to see when she's a semic ulcer, but my fucking shitty doctor. Wow. (laughs) So I really did go to the doctor to the stars, you know, felt pretty (laughs) special. And what did they find out? For me? Yeah. That I had ulcerative colitis. Oh. They just go in and look at your colon, and they're like. Yeah, it looks bad. So then they like, then um, Mine is pretty mild. Well, then I went on a journey of, like, taking a medication I ended up being allergic to. And that medication, you're supposed to take it every day. And, uh, again, insurance didn't want to cover that. And that was, like, $1,200 a month. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a nightmare. Um, but then I was, like, allergic to it. So I was paying $1,200 a month for the stuff that I was allergic to. It was, like, a whole mess. But now I've, I've been in, like remission which makes it sound so serious but like remission for like years so, so you I'm haven't had to take any medication or anything uh not recently yeah like all those commercials that are like there's this one that's always like stop crones you know and they like put their hand up like not me oh, i don't take any of those all those commercials are <laughs> so cheesy <I> <laughs> i'm like this is embarrassing you guys <laughs> like what the allergy like? ones i'm not gonna let sneezing sometimes stop me from being a good mom <laughs> like, <"All right." laughs> that's why i pay 44 dollars for claritin every day <laughs> <laughs> the ones for like gastrointestinal stuff are always like 
I, I was about to go on stage to be this wonderful singer, but then, oh, my tummy. <laughs> and then I shit blood in my pants. He's holding me back from being a star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty um, not fun. And then I, um, like last year, I think, um, they were like, okay, instead of a colonoscopy, because you're doing well, you can do it. You know how you can like shit in a box? You send it in. Do you not know about this? I mean, I, uh, sounds like no. <laughs> you look shocked. So no, I don't like think it's you knew like about a this. service. It's not like I, it's like it an is app. a service. It is a service. <laughs> there are commercials for it. I think they call it like col- cola Wait. box or something. <laughs> I did. That's oh. not the one I did. It's like go puff, but you're you're sending the puff. <laughs> yeah, they they don't deliver. They pick up. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like instead of doing a full colonoscopy, which is like invasive and everything, they can just like examine a sample of your stool. So, but I didn't get the box thing. My doctor was like, here's a jar. Bring a jar of your poop to this um, just like a, lab. Like, like a a ball jar? Like a, <laughs> like a mason jar? Yeah. <laughs> what do they call it? Yeah. No, it was like, like, um, a little bigger than like what you pee in, you know, the doctor. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Which is also not great, but they give you this. That was BYO jar. <sighs> Honestly, they give you this whole kit. It's so. <laughs> oh, with the little spoon. The little spoon, and I've they put give you this about this. tray that you put over your toilet. Seat. Yes, yes, yes. I've heard about this. I can't tell you. You don't realize that you're so used to pooping and your poop like falling away from you until you poop into something that's like an inch away from you. Also, yeah, human shit when it's not covered in water. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. (laughs) And so then nobody tells you like, you just take some of that and you put it in this jar, but then you just have like (laughs) shit in a tray. (laughs) And I have a dog, so like I pick up poop all the time, but when it's your own, it's like somehow worse. I picked up my own shit. And I'm like, I guess I'm just going to go take my own shit and put it in the garbage outside. (laughs) Why don't you just dump it into the toilet? I think I did, but like, it's not like all. I'm not going to clean this tray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like, you're going to reuse it. it Just take it outside. (laughs) But then I was like, okay, well, now my shit is just like here. I guess I'm going to. So I I walked to the lab because it was on Western. I was like, I can walk there. And I have a jar of my own shit in my backpack. And I'm like, God, I would love to be mugged yeah. like, right now. It would be so fun. <laughs> when I get there, the drop-off is at like 4 o'clock. This hospital was like empty. It was really weird. And I had to like take an elevator. I was like, oh, I thought there was just going to be like a drop-off thing. And I find them. And they're about to close. And the girl's like, oh, fine, bring it, bring it back. And I didn't realize. I thought I was going to like, here's my name. This is my sample. Bye. She brings me back. <laughs> and she's like, it's a stool sample. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you put it in like the jar in a bag in another bag. It's like very concealed that it's you're carrying your own shit. Um, she opens all of it up and in front of me, like <laughs> opens the jar and like takes a good look at it. I was like, I didn't know we were gonna look at it like she together. She opens the jar. She opened the jar. Oh, what a pervert! <laughs> I was like, in front of me together. We're gonna do this. <laughs> she wasn't even like testing it in that moment. She was just like. Yep, that's shit. <laughs> Let's step back up. Like, uh, yep, that's I go? a turd. <laughs> that's a turd. You did it right. I was like, yeah. can people do this wrong? I'm sure they can. But I don't know. Putting your own shit in a jar is like pretty basic. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun, but it's pretty basic. <laughs> At our live show, the audience yes. can submit their own disgusting 
ladylike stories to be read on stage anonymously, and these are some of those stories. And here we go. Um, when I was a kid, I blended up Cheez-Its, pickles, and heavy cream and oh. drank it at my cousin's house and then spent the entire night on the toilet <laughs> experiencing the most painful and grotesque shit of my life. <laughs> The next morning, my cousins and I played outside and noticed the yard was really muddy. We continued to play until my aunt told us the septic system had essentially exploded. <laughs> we were learning the Hannah Montana choreography in raw sewage. <laughs> oh. No, I kind of buried the lead on that one. Wait, cheese its pickles, and heavy cream? I mean, that is... Was it how a, old they were. I have more questions. Like, was it a dare, or did they think it would be good? Because cheese they thought it would be and good. And pickles, I'm on board. The heavy cream is where I go. I don't know about that. I don't know about the blending, but I do love heavy cream. I'd like as well. a, I'd the like blend. to crunch on a cheese it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to blend it up. Yeah, it's not. It's not all wrong. I'll say that. <laughs> I think it's probably Velveeta adjacent. They oh, probably drink. I love putting Velveeta. pickles and stuff. I'm not a pickles girl. I'm sorry <gasps> to say. I know uh, it's like embarrassing. I like to do like tuna salad with pickles instead of celery, pickles and onions. Just the stinky. Mm. One time I, I made that. I dipped uh, wheat thins in it as a treat. And, that doesn't um, sound bad. No, it's so good. But I brought it on a camping trip and I cracked it open in the back of the car. And I've never had no. so many people want to kill me. No, <laughs> that's nasty. <laughs> I thought that, like he was doing a bit. And this guy had his head out the window going. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was doing a bit. And I was like, shut up. And then he was like fully acting gagging. <laughs> Because he's a pussy. Anyways. Well. Um, okay, here's another one. Um, so this is gross in the awkward sense of the word. In college, I decided to put on a sexy outfit and wait in my boyfriend's dorm room for him no. to come home from class. Never going to go well. <laughs> yeah, in the dorm room. Um, for some reason, I thought... I'm burping. Sorry. <laughs> I always burp during this part. Um... For some reason, I thought jean overalls with no shirt underneath with my A-cup boobs was the way to go on the sexy front. Wait, I thought she said she was naked. No, she's wearing overalls, but also okay. but naked under that. Kind okay. of like a little farm girl situation. Hey, um, interesting. I kind of get it, to be honest. But um, So I waited, straddling his desk chair. He eventually <laughs> came in, was happy but was carrying a Subway sandwich bag and said he was really hungry. He asked if he could <laughs> eat his sandwich first. So I just sat there looking like a flat-chested farm boy. We broke up after that. I now cringe every time I hear $5 footlong. <laughs> that, is that is college boy shit. I, I think they shouldn't be allowed to exist. No. <laughs> no, they shouldn't. It's hard to be chosen, have someone choose a sandwich over you, especially, especially as a, a Subway sandwich. sandwich. Subway is... So the bread is foul. I think that's really where they fuck up. It's bad bread. Yeah. I, when I was in high school, my best friend worked at Subway. And she would, she was like 15 working under the table. And they would let her like work there by herself at night. That's like dangerous. <laughs> it was yeah. super dangerous. But sometimes she would just like, I would go and like wait for her to close up. And she would just want to close. And people would come in. And she'd just be like, no, sorry, we're out of bread. <laughs> and the bread would be right there. And people were like, what about that bread? And she'd be like. That's not good bread. You it's don't want that bread. bread. That's from the <laughs> other store. They make bad bread. You don't want that. <laughs> I feel like so many people I know as a teenager worked at um, Subway. Subway. <laughs> One of my friend's boyfriends had this kind of like iconic story where he got caught in the walk-in. Like, <laughs> and he turned around and he had like 
he'd been eating the like seafood delight mixture <laughs> like raw like <laughs> and he turned around and he's like I got and he had like a little bit of mayo on his <laughs> side of his mouth I uh, worked at Panera and um ooh, fancy I used to yeah a little bougie <laughs> um when girls from my high school would come in if they if I didn't like them they were like skinny bitches. I would put like a lot of extra mayo on their sandwiches, <laughs> start patting them up. I love mayo. Didn't work. I love mayo too, especially the Chipotle mayo. I know mayo gets a bad reputation. It's wet. It's just like it, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's not really. It's not really there for a flavor. It's there for moisture. No, it's sandwich lube. Yes, yes. Yes. Thank you. It's sandwich lube. Only idiots think they don't need lube. Oh my god. I love. What do you lube. want a dry sandwich? No. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I like a saucy. You're gonna get sandwich. a friction rash. <laughs> <laughs> I get those. If sometimes. someone's not putting condiments on their sandwich, you can't have sex with them. I like they don't do. understand how it works. Yeah, no, no. I like to do mayo and mustard. I like to mix the mayo depends on what I'm But I'll like yeah. mix it with like, like pesto. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mayo mixed with anything, amazing. Yeah, you got mix sriracha. It oh yeah, on like a BLT. Ooh. Oh, God, I love oh, I'm getting off topic. Uh, <laughs> I'm all horned up. No. Um, <laughs> okay, wait. I have another subway story. Okay. My friend, um, she grew up in Nebraska, and th- they would go. <laughs> this is so gross. There was this guy working at a subway, and they would go in there in high school, and they would show him, like, the top of their thong, and Shut then he would give them a free foot long. Ew. I know. It's disgusting. <laughs> They're, like, 17. College and teenage boys shouldn't be allowed to exist. I don't think he was a teenager, but oh um, no, I'm not sure. I think, but I think he was probably in his early twenties. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's really gross. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll read you another one. Um, the first time I ever squirted, it was light brown. My boyfriend at the time oh. told me it was poop. <laughs> 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 I love that when they pop in with their medical. Not it's poop. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. I know exactly what that is, girl. <laughs> That's poopy. <laughs> That's poop. Fucking idiot. I would think he'd want to take credit for the squirt. I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, like, it's not over yet. Um, oh. The, the rest of it. Um, I said it was probably my period. Yeah. He said, That's worse. <laughs> <laughs> P.S. <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> I mean. That's worse. I he know. doesn't put anything on that sandwich. I've got some of these. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he he's eating. He's eating a fucking just ham on his subway. Ham and like toasted ham. Ugh. He's eating a like a meatball sub with no sauce. Ugh. <laughs> Foul. Disgusting. He has bad breath, guaranteed. <laughs> um. Okay, I'll read you one more. Two months into COVID, I drove down to Georgia to spend some time with my sister and her boyfriend. They weren't comfortable with me peeing in public bathroom so i had to piss on the side of the road along the way remember that part of COVID? because oh because of covid it's so funny now like looking back we're like of course you can just go in and pee and wear your mask and at the time we were like it's everywhere it's and we don't know how it's (laughs) It's spreading it could be on toilet seats (laughs) yeah that was i i I remember that when i like go over to my friend's house and sit on the porch and my boyfriend was like do not go inside and pee the air in there is still that you're gonna (laughs) catch i was just like oh my god um okay Anyway, so uh, seven hours into the drive, I have to take a shit. I stopped at a strip mall, and there were no public restrooms due to COVID. I frantically raid my car for any kind of receptacle and find a McDonald's cup, a large, thank God, uh, <laughs> which by McDonald's standards is like a bucket. Um, yeah, that's true. I took a shit in the back of my car into the cup and didn't miss at all. <laughs> it was truly one of my proudest and grossest moments. 
As someone who has shit in a bucket, I can tell you, it's much easier than peeing in a cup, actually. It's actually a lot easier. <laughs> I'm pretty good at peeing in a cup, actually. I've gotten better over the years, for sure, but it's still not The first time I ideal. tried, I um, I just, like, couldn't. I was so pee shy, and I didn't know I had to. Like, I was very surprised. Like, the lady was like, she literally was like, you go make a pee now. And I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, how old were you? <laughs> I was, like, twenty. Three. It was like Too right when that. I moved to Chicago. Yeah. Well, I was just trying to get my birth control. Uh, I need a new prescription, and then they're yeah. like, "Actually, you have to do it an entire pap smear." Mm-hmm. And but I didn't really know it till it was happening. Until they were like, "Take your pants off," and I was like, "Okay." Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I tried to pee, and I was so shy I couldn't. And then a tiny drop of pee went in. I was like, "This isn't enough, and this is embarrassing." So I washed it out <laughs> in the sink. <laughs> you washed it out. You probably ruined the sample. And guess what? I still got charged for a fucking pregnancy test, so. Oh, my God. That also happened when I got my colonoscopies. They were, like, running over and, like, you have to sign this paperwork that says you're not pregnant. And I was like, yeah, okay. They're like, but don't you want a pregnancy test? And I was like, you're like, well, I know. $45, so no. I know. I wasn't even thinking that. I was like, Psh, I haven't had sex in ages. <laughs> I'm <laughs> getting a colonoscopy. My body's broken. Uh, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> You're like, I'm shitting blood. I haven't been in a really <laughs> feisty mood. I haven't mood. really been feeling super sexy. You know, it doesn't really turn people on. You're like, everything around here is broken, but you want to get in there? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, I'll fucking sign it. And they're like, we already did. We already took her pee. I was like, oh, I didn't even know you did that. They stole your pee? I guess I did. Where did they get it? <laughs> well, I was peeing out of my fucking butt. I don't know. <laughs> you can do a pregnancy Listen, test. Listen, nothing was going right. <laughs> the hell <laughs> listen your body goes haywire you should sue you don't know what your body's capable you stole of stole your piss until it all goes wrong perfectly good piss stolen <laughs> stolen those hot people those all bastards. wanted my unpregnated piss <laughs> <sighs> Our live story comes from Darren Robinson. Darren is a Chicago uh, comedian and improviser. And um, you can see her coming up in Shamilton, which is a completely improvised hip-hop musical at Second City. This was recorded in March of 2022. Here's Darren Robinson. so I don't memorize shit. So <laughs> I wrote stuff down in my decomposition book. How to me. Um, all right. Uh, if anyone ever told me that I was abnormal, I would take it as a compliment. Because who really wants to be normal? Boring. To be abnormal means to be unusual, one of a kind, avant-garde, if you will. Not ordinary, but extraordinary. Also, sidebar, isn't it funny that the word for being the opposite of ordinary is being extraordinary? <laughs> if you couldn't tell by now, I am getting an MFA in writing. <laughs> Anyways, I'm okay with being abnormal personally, but I am not okay with being abnormal cervically. <laughs> so when my gynecologist called me to tell me I have abnormal cells on my cervix, I freaked out. What brought about this unfortunate discovery, you ask? Well, I heard this show is about telling gross stories concerning womanhood, so here goes. <clears throat> Rewind to late January of this year. 
I was two days after having a one-night stand with an audience member from a comedy show I performed in. <laughs> Don't get any ideas unless you're a seven. <laughs> Wowie, could you imagine? A man watched me make yuck yucks on stage, recognized that I'm funnier than he is, and still wanted to explore my fertile crescent? <laughs> Dreams come true. <laughs> anyway, when we bumped uglies, it was one of those cases where I was like, it's shark week, and he was like, I have a beach towel. Fast <laughs> <laughs> forward to two days after the encounter. I'm sitting in my room letting myself air dry after a shower, as one does. And I smelled something horrendous, almost like an animal died in my room and was rotting there. So I immediately began searching for my roommate's cat. <laughs> this bitch cannot be dead. <laughs> that cat is single-handedly responsible for most of my social media following and my mental health. Meow. <laughs> she was standing right behind me like, bitch, what are you doing and why is it not feeding me snackies? <laughs> Thank God she's alive. But where is that smelly smell coming from? And then I remembered a drunken lift to a Logan Square apartment, a makeout session, a condom, good job, me, a beach towel, a tighter than usual squeeze. Oh my gosh, I forgot to take my tampon out. He fucked it deeper inside of me. Like that story that was just told. And now, now I smell like Stephen King's pet cemetery. So it wasn't a pussy cat, it was just my pussy. <laughs> anyway, long story short, after extracting the rotting tampon, yes, some of us have the fortitude to extract our own tampons. <laughs> there we go. Um, I made a gynecologist appointment to see if there was any more detritus hidden in my hoo-ha. <laughs> and that's when she found me abnormal cells. But how could the cells have gotten on my cervix? Well, some are born with cells. Some achieve cells, and some have cells thrust upon them. <laughs> but whom? But by whom? Was it the 38-year-old actor with deep-seated mommy issues who kept telling me he was moving to LA but never did? <laughs> was it the former Big Apple Circus clown who looks like an Abercrombie model and owns not one but two unicycles, possibly for a clown side hoe? <laughs> this is a real person. We're going to see Batman on Friday. <laughs> from my comedy show, who's also coincidentally a big pharma bro. Oh. Yeah. Did he plant the abnormal cells on my cervix on purpose so that he could then upsell me on some miracle drug? <laughs> Who knows? The only thing I knew for sure was that according to WebMD, I was now dying of cervical cancer. <laughs> And to make matters worse, this was the beginning of February, and I was turning 26 at the end of February. Happy belated birthday to me. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So I would soon lose my health insurance and be totally fucked. I felt like that meme with the guy standing in the corner, like, 
They don't know I'm slowly succumbing to my cancerous pussy. <laughs> Again, I'm getting my MFA at Northwestern, so my cohort mates kept asking me like stupid questions about homework. Like, Darren, did you read that David Mamet play for class today? Um, no, because he reeks of toxic masculinity, and also I have pussy cancer. <laughs> Darren, did you watch the pilot episode of The Good Doctor for our procedural writing class? No, because I I have trouble acknowledging that Freddie Highmore has grown past the age of 10. <laughs> and also, I have pussy cancer. <laughs> Anyways, um, to find out if I actually had pussy cancer, I got a procedure called a colposcopy. Mm. Yes, that's, some people know. <laughs> that's where the gyno tells you things like, relax, unclench your butt cheeks. <laughs> giving birth or having an abortion, but definitely top five. Top five ways of life, okay? And then also she puts all this weird brown goo up your vagine, uh, and it gradually comes out over the next week as like coffee grinds in like your personal Starbucks. <laughs> um. <laughs> but as I walked home from the appointment and almost got hit by a white lady in a car, which sidebar, was it on purpose? Who knows? <laughs> I'm black and I live in Lakeview. <laughs> so, anyways, I realized that my cancer scare made me grateful for the life I've been living. I live with some awesome roommates, uh, plus an emotional support internet famous cat. Um, I'm getting an MFA at a top school, which sidebar, it's fully funded. So don't tell me that I'm wasting my money on an art degree. I'm wasting Northwestern's money on my <laughs> And I get to perform regularly in shows like this one. So it turns out my pussy is cancer-free. Yay! <laughs> and if using a tampon inside me taught me one thing, it's better smelly than sorry. <laughs> You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Megan McMurtry. My Instagram is at Megan McMurtry. I run an open mic. If you want to come to my open mic. <laughs> Living room sessions, Sundays at a live one. It's a good time. It actually is. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week. Straight inside.